There is so much to talk about on this Friday from Lindsey Graham tuning out to our aliens tuning in. And I'm in the middle of a fat fight. That's right. You won't believe what I've gotten myself into. And Sinead was right. So why was she maligned? Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. Oh my God, Becky. It is the Corel cast and I am Corel. So very glad you are joining me on this Friday. Okay, there's so much to talk about. Let's just jump right in. First of all, Trump may be indicted, maybe not today. Uh, yesterday, Thursday, they thought he was going to be indicted, but then it didn't happen. Uh, they're on indictment watch. And I just, I want us to remember, we should not get fatigued about this. This is a big deal. Okay. A seated president or formerly seated president, a former president being indicted this time for insurrection. I mean, this is a big deal. And if he is, and he's found guilty, then what about the Congress people that participated? When does Josh Howley and all of them start paying? Should they be worried? Are you, are you worried that he's not going to get justice? You can talk about that on my Zoom call this Sunday if you're one of my patrons because you're going to meet me 5.30 this Sunday uh, on Zoom, 5.30 Pacific Time, 8.30 Eastern. If you're in Canada, depending on where you are, hey, if you're in Russia, join in. Uh, just go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. All patrons are invited. Um, okay, so we had Lindsey Graham tuning out on Wednesday, and that was scary. Now, I would have been content if he dropped dead right then. And that's the truth. I would have been sad, like, oh, well, that, you know, that poor old man, they worked him to death. Uh, but because I don't like him and I don't like his policies and I think he's an enemy of the United States given his policies. However, I'm a human. And to see that poor old man just stare off into space for like 90 seconds and just tune out, I felt badly for him. And the way they had to usher him away, I felt bad. It's like retire. It's like Diane Feinstein. Y'all belong in nursing homes, not Congress. Congress is not the ultimate nursing home. I mean, I know it looks like it. They probably have diapers down in the congressional lunch place. You know, I mean, seriously, though, I don't care where you stand on politics. Watching that old man just tune out. Now we find out he fell a few weeks back. Come on, dude, retire. You know, let let someone else come in, Republican or Democrat, whatever. Go home, be with your wife, who probably doesn't want you there. Uh, but go home and, and, you know, be with your family and you're you're tuning out. You know, you're li- he was in the mi- Can you imagine if Joe Biden had done that? Oh, there'd be calls for impeachment. They'd be calls for invoking the, what is it, 24th or 25th Amendment. There'd, I mean, there would be calls to get him out of office immediately if he did that. And you want to know the scary thing? Mick Jagger just turned 80. He's almost the same age as Lindsey Graham. Uh, and so that, you know, I felt badly for Lindsey Graham, and I don't want to feel badly for that turtle. I don't. But I'm a human, and that, that was rough to watch. You know, it's like, oh, God, someone help him. Take him to the hospital. He came back and did a press conference. He should have gone to the hospital. You know, he, it, just, it could have been a TIA, you know, a small stroke, something. You don't just, normal people don't just stop and 
You know, that doesn't happen. If it does, there's something wrong with you. Okay? There's, and so I just, I, and see, that's why we got we to gotta put the politics away sometimes and just be human. Now, yeah, as I said, if he'd had a stroke right then and dropped, and, and I would have had no, I would have not shed a tear. But I also wouldn't have been, jo- you know, I wouldn't have been, woohoo, look, he's dead. I would have been, God, they worked him to death. The same with Diane Feinstein. Go home. Be with friends and family. Be with loved ones if you have any. Buy some. Whatever. You know, but, but just go home. Don't deteriorate right in front of us. You know, at least Tony Bennett could still sing his songs. He didn't tune out in the middle of I Left My Heart and I Left My Heart in. You know, that didn't happen. So that was a sad, sad turn of events. I've got notes for today, too, by the way, because there's so much to talk about. Uh, Lindsey Graham tuning out. Oh, the Supreme Court with no dissents are allowing the last three and a half miles of a 303-mile pipeline to carry natural gas from Virginia to West Virginia be built. There was uh, controversy around it, and environmentalists, because it's going to go right through a national park and through streams and rivers, and it's a bad thing. Uh, but they're doing it, and you know what? As the climate is killing us, now scientists are saying we might only have two or three decades left. That means I might be it. <laughs> After I die, y'all might be dying with me. Uh, you know, and that I mean that I'm not. I don't want to joke about that. Uh, but it's it's kind of sad. You know, it is it is very sad. So that happened with this. And by the way, there were no dissenters because every agency has signed off on this pipeline. Not that that makes it safe, uh, but every agency has signed off on it. Uh, and so that's what's happening in politics. Lindsey Graham tuned out. <laughs> uh, we have the Supreme Court saying, go ahead and finish this 300-mile pipeline. You only got three and a half miles left. I don't think it's good for the environment, but... Neither is a lot of stuff we're doing. Uh, we're on Trump indictment watch. In fact, by the time this airs on Friday morning, uh, it could, you know, it could already have happened. I doubt it, though. I, I post very early uh, so you can all have it for the day. So and meanwhile, the other thing uh, politically that was happening. Oh, and, and Sinead O'Connor died. And that was kind of sad. You know, she tore up the picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live because he was uh, covering up and excusing pedophilia, okay, the, the, child, the child rape. And, and she was protesting that, particularly in her country of Ireland. She was, you know, protesting that this pope was covering up child rape. Well, she was right. The, pope la- the new pope later apologized for the cover-up, but no one apologized to Sinead O'Connor and everybody left her. No one had the balls to stand with her or the ovum uh, to stand with her, you know, after she made these statements that she was right about. And I'm finding out about that today. We're going to talk about it in the second segment and show you some pictures, which maybe you'll like them, maybe you won't. Uh, but I have spoken up online in defense of my friend Steve, who was getting attacked by trolls because of a comment he made. And the people that I, the, the post that I'm posting, they don't want to hear the truth. And they attack you. We now live in an era where if you speak the truth, you get attacked. Sinead O'Connor spoke the truth. That particular pope, she was later asked by Time Magazine, how do you feel about the new pope? She said, I have nothing to say about him. You know, he's apologized for the, scan, you know, for all of it. 
as far as I'm concerned, you know, that it, that's over. The other guy I had problems with because he was covering up, you know, child rape. But she was right. And no one stood by her. No one stood with her. They all abandoned. Kathy Griffith was right when she held up the head of Donald Trump. You know, that man later would create insurrection. He would go on to do espionage. He is a traitor to the United States. A lot of people, and I, hey, I'll put myself in there because I've been right about a lot of things and get, you know, get attacked for it. In the third segment, we're going to talk about a New York Times article that's out that fully vindicates what I preach to you here on the show. And yet the New York Times is getting nothing but grief for it. And I continue every day to get nothing but grief for it. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? And you in your life, I know, I know you've experienced this, where you've been right. And relatives have shut you out or friends have turned you off or whatever. But you were right. You know, whatever statement you made, whatever stance you took, you were right. And they were wrong. But they treated you like you were the bad guy. How many of you, raise your hand, how many of you have been treated like the bad guy in a situation that you were right about? Wait, raise your hand. I bet two-thirds of you out there listening are now raising your hand. I'd love to see your comments down below at youtube.com forward slash Willie Carell. I'd love to hear from you at Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Willie Carell. I need more patrons, by the way. We got to get that up. I mean, really, I know that thousands and thousands of you are listening. Hey, all of you in Canada, you can use Patreon. I only have one subscriber or one patron from Canada, and yet I'm number 134 on the charts. Come on, Canadians. I'm one of you. My last name is Boulay. So patreon.com forward slash really Carell. So, no ma- you know, being right isn't usually popular. It's not. It's not the popular opinion to take. By the way, have you seen these UFO hearings? When we come back, we're going to talk about fat, the fat war that I'm fighting. In the third segment, we'll talk about the UFO. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corelcast app free at the App Store of your choice now. Okay, in this segment, I'm going to show some images that might offend some of you all. So just know that, okay? So my friend Steve was online on Instagram, DJ for DJ Valentino Rose. I'm going to have Valentino later today, too. Uh, that's why I'm doing the show really early, because doing it with that little one-year-old doggy here is hard to do. But uh, Steve saw um, a post on Instagram. And it was promoting a club at the precinct in downtown L.A., a gay bar. And the post, the the club, is called Club Chub, okay? And it's for larger, you know, men. Now, the gay community was ruthless to me when I was 300-plus pounds. There was a guy, I'll never forget, we were at the mineshaft, Andrew and I. And a guy walked up to us, looked right at Andrew and said, you're really hot, why are you with him? Meaning me. I had no problem saying that. You know, I thought that was okay to say. 
Andrew wanted to go to a clothing optional resort in Palm Springs once. I didn't want to, but we did. And we were in the jacuzzi, he and I. And this group of muscled men got in the jacuzzi and literally formed a barrier between me and Andrew and started making sexual advances to Andrew. Now, I, I've made it public knowledge that Andrew and I have had a few three-ways in our time. Uh, but, you know, of course, he didn't tolerate it. He didn't stand for it. But they literally tried to block me from getting to my own husband because they didn't want the fatty, you know? So the gay community is ruthless when it comes to weight. And they say, oh, we love the bears. No, you don't. If you loved bears, there wouldn't be bear bars. There wouldn't be places where fat gay men go because they don't feel accepted in the other clubs, okay? So gays are not accepting of all body images. They'd like to tell you they are, they're not. Look at Troy Sivan's new video. He doesn't have any bears in it. He doesn't have any fatties in it. And I, for one, am very accepting of all body types. You know, be who you are so long as you're healthy, okay? I don't feel we should celebrate being unhealthy. And that's why I never identified as a bear. And I always said to myself, I'm going to lose the weight because I wasn't healthy. And because being morbidly obese, which they no longer call it because the term was offensive, they say. So now it's class three obesity. There's class one, class two, class three, class four. Class three is if you're 100 pounds overweight. Class four is if you're 200 pounds overweight. But it's called morbid obesity. And so um, Steve saw a post online, and I'm going to show you the post right now, and I'm going to tell you that some of these photos that you're going to see you may not like. Uh, so Steve saw this post right here that you're about to see online, okay? And it's for Club Chubb. And you see that very large person there floating in the pool. Uh, and this is about a, a bar, an event that's going to happen at a bar uh, for large people. So under, Steve posted, yeah, more like club morbid obesity. Now, he didn't call the guy a name, you know, whatever. He just said, more like club morbid obesity. The haters came for him. Oh, my God. Because gays are just like MAGA. And that's the truth. You say something to offend them, and they will call you names. They will, they will say horrible things about you. I know. Because I went on to defend Steve. And I posted something I thought, okay, now let me show you some other images. When I, when I heard what Steve was involved in, I went and looked up this club chub, uh, and I looked at the images that they're using to promote the club. Here's an image for their one-year anniversary. Now, what you're seeing there, you might find hard to see. On the left-hand side, that's a guy's face in between those two enormous guts. I mean, just... Wait, they're probably class four. They're probably 200 pounds overweight or more. And so there's that, that person there right in the middle. Here is one of the strippers from the night. There he is. Take a look at that person. Uh, and as you can see, they're beyond morbidly obese. They're easily 200 pounds overweight uh, or maybe more. And some of them could be on my 600-pound life. So look look at that. This this These are the approved images that this club uses to promote itself. So when I saw these images online, okay, particularly this one, 
when I saw these images online, I went online and I said, this is sad. These people are morbidly obese. They are sick. That's considered a sickness. And, you know, while they should be loved and accepted for who they are, you know, they should be encouraged to get that weight off of them, not celebrated for the size that they are. And that's what I said. I said, you know, they should be encouraged to lose this weight. It's not healthy. A thousand people a day die from obesity-related illnesses, high cholesterol, heart disease, fatty liver, and diabetes. The hatred that I received from the owner of Precinct, from the Club Chub person, that the promoter, who acts like he's doing something altruistic, and from the people down below calling me ugly, saying, why don't I have plastic surgery to fix my ugly face? How come I still have the wooden teeth, and why haven't I gotten real teeth? Um, oh, just all, I mean, just on and on and on. And, oh, see, gee, I see you lost 110 pounds, but you're still a miserable fuck, so why'd you bother to lose the weight? These are actual comments that people sent to me because I said we should not celebrate sickness. It's like having a smoking party for people with lung cancer. And again, we shouldn't ostracize these people. We should not, you know, make fun of them or point at them or laugh or anything like that. I, I wasn't saying that. I was saying that we are the only nation and we are the only gay community in the world that celebrates gluttony. That's gluttonous. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I, this, it, this picture right here, that is the definition of gluttony. You know, that person eats way too much food. You have to, to be 300 pounds overweight. And it's just not healthy. And you and I pay for that. When they have to get medication, when they go in the hospital, we pay for that. Society pays for that. And so I just found the entire premise offensive. And I, you know, and my friend David said, look, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything. He's right. He's right. They didn't ask for my comment. They didn't ask for my input. And if Steve wanted to get in a fight with these people, I should have let him. But you know what? I just couldn't stand by and see those images and say that this is okay. We are the only people that would throw a party based on the fact that you're 200 pounds overweight. It's not healthy. It's not good. And so now I, they hate me. Oh, my God. I'm getting such hate. I'm getting, you know, being called everything in the world, uh, loser and has been and just, you know, what have I ever done for the gay community? Like quite a bit. Hello. But I'm not going to defend myself to them because just like MAGA, they don't, they're, they're triggered. And how did they get triggered by me? And I never once called them a name. I never, I just said, look, this isn't healthy. You are celebrating an unhealthy lifestyle. That's it. That was too much for them. So where are you on this? Was I wrong to comment? Am I wrong to show you the pictures? Am I wrong for saying they're unhealthy and we shouldn't celebrate that? We shouldn't condemn it. But should we build an entire nightclub evening around that?
What do you think? I'd love to hear from you. If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. You know, that story ties right into this one. I did want to comment about the alien hearings. I just want to tell you, we've never found aliens. I don't care what anyone tells you. And how do I know? Because they're not just going to send one ship, first of all, all the way over to planet Earth and just to have it crash. You know, the, the, their technology would be far beyond ours if they can do intergalactic travel. Second of all, we would have known. They would have made themselves known. Okay, and they never have. And I don't mean some Yahoo saying they wouldn't be some out in the woods somewhere. Something that's going to travel across space and time to visit planet Earth is not going to land at some clandestine Area 51. Oh, we found non-human remains. No, you didn't. I'm sorry. I'm not convinced. Because when we go someplace to another planet, we make ourselves known. Although one of my favorite Twilight Zones is totally silent. Agnes Moorhead doesn't say one word. Through the whole thing, these creatures are trying to attack her. And at the end, we find out they're little, miniature, they're little people and they're humans. It's a little miniature space person and crew and a little spaceship that she smashes to bits. And she's, I guess, a giant. Uh, but, you know, it's, it, it's just, if we would know... They would make, it's like in the movie, The Day the Earth Stood Still. You know, they'd land in Washington, D.C. There'd be no doubt they were here. Okay? It wouldn't be all government secrets and all. No. And what are we, the space junkyard? All the clunkers? You know, every, every spaceship that's a clunker drives by Earth and crashes? What are we, the wrecking crew, the wrecking ball of the planet? Or of the universe? We're like the pick your part of the, of the universe? So as much as we'd like to believe, now, could they be interdimensional travelers? Yes, they could be. Einstein said that was totally possible. I believe in it. Uh, there are other dimensions. And could these, quote, non-human whatever be from other dimensions? Yes, absolutely. You know, and those are the ships they use to jump dimensions? Sure, that's possible. Are they aliens from another galaxy? No, they're not. They're not. Um, all right, so the New York Times ran a story on Wednesday that has triggered, or Thursday, uh, that has triggered everyone. Uh, and it says, if you want to save the planet, put down the burger. And it says that people that eat a plant-based diet contribute 75% less greenhouse gases than people who don't. So for the past seven years, I have consumed 75% or, or I have contributed 75% less greenhouse gas, except when I eat lentils uh, and raw broccoli and spinach, or I mean raw broccoli and Brussels sprouts. Uh, I have, that's, yeah, that's the 25%. Uh, I, you know, I have cut my carbon emissions that it takes to feed me by 75% by being plant-based. And the article is clear and it quotes the World Health Organization, the International Health Organization, the IAOC, 
all these other that have done the report after report that if we are serious about stopping climate change, we have to become plant-based eaters, just period. And when I got the rejection letter the other day from the agent that said, it's interesting that you tie the health of the planet to, to your physical health and being a plant-based eater, then three days later, right after her rejection letter, the New York Times runs a huge story that shows I'm right, that my book, Die Healthy, Saving Yourself and the Planet One Meal at a Time, is right. And all of you haters out there who are like, oh, Corel, you know, you know what you're talking about, or I could never be a vegan or whatever, you're all wrong. And this goes back to what I said, that when you're right and they paint you out the bad guy, vegans and plant-based eaters are vilified. They're made fun of. They're the butt of jokes. And yet we're the ones doing it right. You're not. If you are not, you have all the info now. Go read the New York Times. If you are not a plant-based eater, you do not care about the planet. Period. That, it's just, there's no debate. But, oh, if I say that, well, Corel, that alienates people. That's this, that's that. It's the truth. Honey, the truth. And that's where my post about that club chub come in. These people, you don't get that way eating lentils. Okay, they're, they're not that fat, you know, eating carrots and broccoli and Brussels sprouts. And given there are many fat vegans because Oreos and vegan ice cream and impossible meats and all of that, but they're not healthy. I don't care what you look like as long as you're healthy. Lizzo is healthy. She's got a cadre of doctors. She's a vegan. And yes, she's a big girl, but she's healthy. Okay, her numbers, according to her, I follow her. Her numbers are good. And oh, some of these people from Club Chubb are like, I'm healthy. My doctor says I'm healthy. My blood pressure's fine. I don't have diabetes. You can't be healthy and be 200 pounds overweight. You cannot. Because just by the very nature of being 200 pounds overweight, you are unhealthy. Just that fact makes you unhealthy. Even if all your other numbers are right, you still have a condition that makes you unhealthy, which is being 200 pounds overweight. And they're, short, they're so short-sighted. If they're that weight in their 30s and 40s, by the time they, if they're lucky enough to get to their 60s, the health problems will come. You cannot be that fat and not have health issues, either now or in the future. It's impossible. Just like you can't say you love the planet if you're not a plant-based eater. Go read the New York Times. You know, I, I've been right. See, this goes back to the very first. How many of you have been right about something and, paint, and yet you're painted the bad guy? I've been right all along about this. For seven years, I've been right. Because I know, when you, when you find something that you know, you know. All right, did I cover it all? I did. Is Trump indicted yet? Has it happened during the show? Aliens. I know a lot of you are watching that thing saying, see, I told you there are aliens. Honey, there are some humans that I think are aliens. How many of you have met someone and thought they're not a planet Earth? I mean, truly, it's like, oh, where'd they come from? And I believe there are aliens on Earth. I think dogs are aliens. I think giraffes and elephants are aliens. I do. I think they're they're just different. They're so different that they come from different ingredients and they, you know, they're they're made differently and they came from different parts of the universe. We know that we're aliens to planet Earth. 
We're not indigenous to planet Earth. The stuff that we need to be human, the stuff that makes us up, was not on planet Earth. It came from the stars. We are stardust, literally. Planet Earth was just the, the mixing pot. All the stuff that makes you human came, including water. There was no water on Earth for billions of years. I'm sorry, millions of years. We are aliens in so much as the stuff that makes us up, sodium, potassium, magnesium, all of those things, water, it all comes from the stars. And yes, I fully believe microbes and certain things have come here on rocks and landed on planet Earth, and that's what developed into certain plants or certain animals, different microbes from space. We don't need to look far for aliens. We're right here. I am Carell. Be who you want to be. Fawn, don't hurt anybody. We'll see you on Monday. If I don't get taken to task over the weekend by all these club chubbers. Hey, it's Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.